What's up, people? Welcome to the Triple Classic Podcast. I'm your host, your DJ, Mike on the mic. And as always, I am truly grateful that you are back joining me on my podcast where I always play three classic songs for you. Today, we're going to be finishing up our punk series with the third and final installment, Punk Late, where we will look at punk in the 90s, the early 2000s, and up to the present day. Last time, we left off in the early 80s with Minor Threat and Bad Religion. So what happened to punk after the early 80s? Not much, really. While punk was always there, it remained largely underground while the so-called hair metal bands took center stage. And by the way, there is going to be a triple classic podcast on hair metal one of these days, so stay tuned for that. But guess what happened in the early 90s? Grunge happened. Nirvana broke big, and in 1991, grunge, which stylistically borrowed a lot from punk, um, really convinced the record labels that maybe punk could be the next musical genre to enter the mainstream. So 1994 was the year when punk came back. And two California bands were largely responsible for the mid-90s punk resurgence. Green Day was one. Their album Dookie, released in 1994, went on to number two on the Billboard charts with the hits Longview, Welcome to Paradise, Basket Case, and When I Come Around. The other Cali band was The Offspring. In 1994, they released their album entitled Smash, which had the hits Come Out and Play and Self-Esteem. Green Day was more of a poppy, melodic punk band, and The Offspring leaned to more of a hardcore skater punk sound. Both were great. But as an aside, as much as I love Green Day in the 1990s, I really took exception to the fact that their 2004 album American Idiot was made into a Broadway show. I'm sorry, I don't care what anyone says, but Broadway is so not punk. Anyway, there was Green Day and there was The Offspring, but there was also another band that I think is even more worthwhile to highlight. And this band is called Rancid. Rancid was formed in Berkeley, California in 1991 by punk veterans Tim Armstrong and Matt Freeman, who previously played in the highly influential ska punk band Operation Ivy. Rancid is also credited, along with Green Day and The Offspring, for reviving mainstream interest in punk rock in the United States in the mid-90s. Over their 27-27 year career, Rancid remained signed to an independent record label, Epitaph Records. This is the very record label owned and operated by Bad Religion member Brett Gerwitz. We talked about him on uh, the last podcast. In fact, Rancid just released an album called Troublemaker last year on this very same Epitaph label. But in 1995, Rancid released its most commercially successful album, And Out Come the Wolves, which produced its best-known songs Roots Radical, Ruby Soho, and Time Bomb, and sold over a million copies in the U.S. The album title comes from a poem in The Basketball Diaries, and the band chose this name because in the mid-90s, punk was so hot, there was a bidding war by the record labels over who could sign Rancid to get them to switch from their independent label epitaph to a major label. But guess what? Guess what? In true punk fashion, they stayed at Epitaph. So this is, without a doubt, my favorite 90s punk album. It combines elements of hardcore, pop punk, and ska all in one album. So if you have the time, I recommend you listen to this album start to finish. I know I say that about a lot of albums um, on the Triple Classic podcast, um, but I really mean it every time, but I really, I really mean it this time. If you have a chance to listen to An Outcome the Wolves, you should listen to it start to finish. You'll love it. I had, it, it, the album is so good, I had a really hard time deciding which Rancid song to play from this album. So I finally settled on this one. It's called Lock, Step, and Gone on the Triple Classic by Rancid.
Yeah, that was Locked, Step, and Gone by Rancid. Those guys are the real deal. I love how their lead singer, Tim Armstrong, he's almost like spitting out those lyrics, right? It's like you can almost hear it, right? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a damn good song, and I hope you enjoyed it. One final note about this album, and Out Come the Woes by Rancid, is that the album cover actually gives a nod to Minor Threat, a band that we covered on our uh, second um, Punked in the Middle podcast. Minor Threat's album has a picture of uh, lead singer Ian MacKay's brother, sitting on some steps, bent over with his head down in his lap. Rancid's cover is the same, is exactly the same, except it's a guy with a mohawk in the same pose. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like giving a little wink over to, uh, to their influences of Minor Threat from the DC hardcore scene. All right, song two. Let's talk about Emo. Emo is like an emotional version of punk or hard rock, which rose to its peak of mainstream popularity in the early 2000s. Bands like Sunny Day Real Estate, Jawbreaker, Weezer, one of my favorite bands that we will definitely cover on another episode of the Triple Classic, Dashboard Confessional, and the band I'm about to play for you, Jimmy Eat World, were all examples of this emo movement, which took some of the underlying elements of punk, but sort of changed them up a little bit. So emo was kind of a natural evolution from punk and became a pretty popular subgenre. I think you'll see what I mean with this song called Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World from 2001 on the Triple Classic.
Yeah, that was The Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World on the Triple Classic. So that song had the heavy guitar riffs along with melodic vocals and kind of like an emotional subject matter, you know, sweetness. Definitely different than the other punk songs we've been hearing thus far for sure, but you can hear the punk in there, right? Even some piano in there, like just kind of taking punk and just turning it a little bit sideways, right? So if you would like to get in touch with me, please reach out to me on Twitter at Triple Classic or by email at thetripleclassic at gmail.com. And also, if you like what we're doing here on the Triple Classic, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast distributor you get your podcast from. All right, let's get back to it here. Song three. For the third song, there were a number of different ways I could have gone here. After the 90s punk resurgence, bands like My Chemical Romance, Alkaline Trio, Bouncing Souls, and Anti-Flag all brought us right up until today. Today, punk is alive and well and living in many places, and there are a bunch of new and exciting punk bands that are definitely keeping it real. I'll mention Gloss, or G-L-O-S-S, which is a band with a transgender lead singer that is so punk that they've already broken up. Tenement from Appleton, Wisconsin, not really known as a punk epicenter, and there's a lot more. So go find what you like in punk and let me know what you find. Anyway, the song I chose for the third and last song is by a Baltimore band called Turnstile. These guys formed in 2010, and in 2016, they released their third EP called Move Through Me. This song is called Come Back For More right here on the Triple Classic. So what'd you think of that little hardcore punk gem? Very minor threat-like, fast, aggressive, great guitar work, pure adrenaline, almost bordering on heavy metal a little bit. Oh, but heavy metal is for another day on the triple classic, my young friends. We will get there. Anyway, that's it. We're done. Thanks so much for joining me, and I really hope you enjoyed our three-part series on punk. Don't forget to reach out to me on Twitter at Triple Classic or by email at the Triple Classic at gmail.com. 
I am Mike on the mic, and we will be back again real soon with more thematic episodes featuring three classic songs. Later. Later.